Okay, I was asked to talk about, really before Shabbos, I was asked to talk about getting haircuts during Sfira. Didn't have a chance to talk about it before Shabbos because we didn't have a 10-minute halacha. So uh, we'll talk about it now. So the reason someone asked me about it was they wanted to know if there's anything to the minhag of shaving Erev Shabbos during Sfira. Are you allowed to do that? Um, or is that, uh, is that an invalid minhag? What the halacha really is. So if you look in the Torah, in our Chaim, Simitav Tzadi Gimel, the Torah writes, Yesh Shinagu Stater, that there are places where the minhag is not to get a haircut during Sfira. And that's as strongly as he words it. Um, what is the definition of lehistater, of getting a haircut? So in Masecha Smachos, the, uh, the, the, the Bryson, Smachos, is very clear that Netila Seir, it says, Litispores Ketzad. What does it mean when an Avel can't have Tispores? What does that mean? So he says, Asr bin Netila Seir, Echad Rosho, Vechad Svamo, Vechad Zikno, Vechad Kol Seir Shabo. It's his, the hair on his head, it's his mustache, it's his beard, it's any of that hair. That's all considered Tispores. So uh, not to distinguish between getting a haircut and shaving a beard, it's all Luchora included in Tispores. Now the way the Rambam formulates the din, he makes it sound like the tisporus of the of tiglachas, of shaving a beard, is not really as much tisporus as getting a haircut, but even the Rambam, even though he said, he seems to say that it's only like a tafel, it's only a little it's only like, similar to tisporus but even the Rambam assumes it's asa, that if you're practicing avelus, and part of the avelus is an iser tisporus, it's also an iser tiglachas, it's also an iser to shave, right? The Rambam writes in Hilchus Avel, Perakei, Halacha Beis, he says, Ukeshem just like you're not allowed to shave the hair on your head, you're also not allowed to cut the shave the hair on your beard or any other hair either. So the Rambam says he says it as a shame, but he does say that it's asir. So it doesn't seem that there's much room to be makele in terms of beard any more than there is to be makele in terms of the hair on our head. That just like we don't get a haircut, we shouldn't shave during sphere. The Torah says that's the minig minig is shalolis taper. Rav Salvechik though had the following idea, and this is why many of the Talmud of Rav Salvechik do shave during Svira. He had the following sort of Salvechik in general like to categorize halachas. They didn't like the idea that we're going to come up with a minag and just make up our own rules for a minag. That the rules just come out of nowhere. That just from outer space we decide, okay, tispores. So no, they, if we're going to say that something is avelos, it has to fit one of the known categories of avelos that we already have in din. If we're going to have a minag of Avelus, the minag has to match something that we know of in Halacha. So he says that in three weeks also. By three weeks it's easier to explain. Because by three weeks you have it very clearly. He says, on the day of Tisha B'av, which Halachas of Avelus do we observe? We observe the Avelus of Shiva, as if a person is sitting Shiva. Now there are minor differences. He has a long essay where he describes a public Avelus versus a private Avelus, a communal Avelus versus a individual Avelus, where there, it's natural to lead to different slight var- variances in the Halacha, but fundamentally, basically, it's about an Avelus of Shiva. And Avelus during the nine days, or Shua Shechalba, depending on the Minag, is going to be the Avelus of Shloshim Yom. And the Avelus of the three weeks is Avelus of Yudbeis Chodesh. And Rav Salvechik argued the Avelus of all of Svira, for wh- however long you observe it, which is a whole other discussion of how long to observe it and exactly when to observe it. There are like six different minhagim Rav Moshe writes in the Tshuva of, uh, of Svira. But whenever it is that you observe the laws of Svira, it should mimic the halachos of Yudbeis Chodesh. So Rav Shechter writes in Nefesh Arav, page Kuf Tzadi Aleph, in Nefesh Arav, that once you accept that Havana, that the laws of Svira are supposed to mimic the laws of Yud Beis Chodesh, so then it's going to be mutter to shave during Svira. Why? Not for anybody, 
but for people who shave every day. Because what's the halacha in Yud Beis Chodesh? You're not allowed to get haircuts during Yud Beis Chodesh until until someone tells you you look disgusting, you need to get a haircut. So there's machlokas aposkim. Does someone have to actually tell you you look disgusting, or can you just get to the point where if people weren't so polite, maybe they would tell you, or if you hung around with friends who weren't as polite, they would tell you that uh, that you look disgusting, but they didn't actually tell you. That's one machlokas. Another machlokas. When you get to that point of sheer ga'ara, you get to that point where someone would tell you that you look disgusting. Do you then shave and then wait till you get back to that point again? Or do you just assume that no? Once I get to that point, once I can shave, and then I'm good to go for the rest of the uh, velus, so the rest of the yud chodesh. But we generally assume, I think, like Rukiveger says, that you can continue to shave once you get to the shir ga'ara. You shave once, and then you can continue to shave every day. So when everyone walks around with a beard, or if you're a person who normally has a beard, especially if it's a long beard, so when do you get to, when do you get to the shir ga'ara? Probably never. You go through the whole svira, and you're not going to get to a shir ga'ara if you don't trim your beard because it doesn't look all that different, right? If you have a long beard that to, to not shave it. But if you're a person who normally shaves, and like about half of the guys in this yeshiva are, if you're a person who, uh, who normally shaves, and you, uh, so you normally you look very neat because you're always clean shaven, and then you're, you don't shave for a little while, so it's a couple of days till you get to the point where you don't look nice. So once you get to that point, that's shir ga'ara, then you, certainly for a minog, you can, uh, you can be making like those shitos that probably you don't have to wait for somebody to tell you that you look disgusting. And you can shave at that point and then continue to shave. And by the time Cholomoed is over, you're at that point already anyway. By the time Yantif is over, you're already at that point anyhow. So therefore, the Talmidim of Rav Salvechik, or many of the Talmidim of Rav Salvechik, do shave during Sphira. Rav Salvechik is quoted to have said, although I don't think Rav Shachter quotes this in Nefesh I've heard that Rav Salvechik is quoted to have said that if you are allowed to shave during Sphira, then a Ben Torah must shave during Sphira. Meaning if you hold that you're allowed to, then you must, because a Ben Torah should always look like a mensch, should always look put together, and uh, has a, an achrayus to carry himself in such a way, and therefore, if you hold that it's permissible, then uh, then you hold that you must do it. It's not it's not optional. Um, okay, but that's the the shita of Rav Salvejik. Rav Aaron Luchtenstein has a different shita than his father-in-law. Rav Aaron Luchtenstein had a raya from Magen Avram. Magen Avram says, Magen Avram says in Simen Tov Kuf Nun Aleph Siv Gimel Legabe Shabbos Chazon. In regards to, uh, to to Shabbos Chazon, the Magen Avram writes uh, that. Lukavut Shabbos, it's Mutter Lechabes on Thursday. Um, where is it? And he goes on to say, um, yeah, he says, Lukasa Bagos Ashri, the Tisporis Asr Afilu Lukavut Shabbos. You're not allowed to get a haircut even Lukavut Shabbos on Shabbos Chazon. Vinirli Atam Dibalav Hachi Ein Regidin Lesaper Bekol Shavua. Why? Because you don't get a haircut every other Erev Shabbos. You don't trim your beard every other Erev Shabbos. You trim your beard every two weeks, every three weeks. So you, you don't have to make one of those weeks, Shabbos Chazon, that you're going to trim your beard. So it says Rav Lichtenstein, what do you see from that Magen Avram? That even during the nine days, even Erev Shabbos Chazon, Magen Avram says, if you are someone, the implication is if you are someone who typically shaves every single week and makes sure that you go into Shabbos clean shaven, then you would be allowed to do it even on Erev Shabbos Chazon. Chavachomer during three weeks, Chavachomer during Svira, right, where it has only a status of Avelis Yudbeis Chodesh or whatever, a lesser level of Avelis than you would have during the nine days. That's where Varen Lichtenstein's right. He has a piece, it's in English on, on, on the internet, you can find on the Gush website. They have, uh, Ravaren has a whole sicha on uh, shaving. 
<laughs> during Svira. There is a Sefer that was published a couple of years ago called Va'allahu Lo Yibal, which is a Sefer of a, a, a rabbi who went around with Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach and basically walked with him on his way wherever Rav Shlomo Zalman was going and shepherded him the whole time. He just kept on bothering him with questions and asking him things and he wrote down every single word of the conversation that he had with Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach and he published it. Now he has a Sefer called Va'allahu Lo Yibal of, of uh, random comments that were made by Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach to, uh, to his questions. And and he's very honest about how he reports them. Like one of the questions he asked Roshama Zalman, Roshama Zalman responded, he writes, harav, that Roshama Zalman responded to me and he said to me, how long have you been learning in yeshiva for? As if to say, like, why don't you know the answer to that? Like, he writes it down. He's very honest about every single word that Roshama Zalman said to him in terms of how he reports the Sefer. It's one of the unique Svarim that in the Hakdama to the Sefer, there's a Haskama, that in the Haskama, the Haskama from one of Roshama Zalman's children begging him not to publish the Sefer. That my father didn't know you were writing this stuff down, he didn't know that you were going to publish this. So he says, okay, objection noted, and here's the Sefer. So in the Sefer, he writes that he, uh, that he asked Roshama Zalman about this sheet of the Magen right about this uh, this diuk from the Magen Avram that Rav Aaron Luxenstein he doesn't quote Rav Aaron Luxenstein by name he says Rosh Yeshiva Echad a certain Rosh Yeshiva had such a diuk so what do you what do you hold of this diuk so Rav Shlomo Zalman said Lemaisa you shouldn't be Megaleach during the days the days of Sfiras Omer you shouldn't shave during Sfiras Omer and if it was Mutter one of the Nosei Kelim on the Shulchan Aruch would have said so Beferish you shouldn't have to pull a Magen Avram with a diuk from uh, from the, from the middle of Hilchas uh, Shabbos Chazon and none of the Nosei Kelim on the Shulchan Aruch were mayor this point, and therefore he thinks that the Svara is Svara Omeres, Shayet Sarachlios Mutter, Liskaleach, Lukavit Shabbos, and he says, I understand the Svara is that it should be Mutter, but the Minig is not to, and therefore he thinks that you shouldn't do it. Now he says, however, I'm aware of the rabbi who's Mekel, and he says, Misha Mekel Liskaleach, Yeshla Al Malismoch, or Shlomo Zalman told him, whoever is Mekel certainly has what to rely on, Mikibin Shazed Dover Chadash, Primea Shanama Shemarbim Liskaleach, because the whole idea that people shave frequently is only something that's happened over the last century. It's, it's a relatively new phenomenon. So he says, therefore, if you're going to be Mekel, you have what to be Somichan, but I wouldn't recommend it. Shlomo Zalman says he wouldn't recommend it. And that's what Moshe writes in the Tshuva also, that it's appropriate not to shave during, uh, during Sphira. If Moshe was asked, what about shaving during uh, Sphira for the sake of business, because you have a job? So if Moshe in Orachayim Chelgdalot Simon Kovbez says that during the three weeks and during Sphira, where it's going to be a Hefsin Mamon if you don't shave, it's Mutter, Kilo Nagu B'Makom Hefsid. The whole thing's only a Minag. The Minag was only accepted when it's not going to be a Makom Hefsid. When it's going to be a Makom Hefsid, we never accepted the Minag. However, if Moshe writes, and a lot of people don't realize this, Bishwar Shechalbo Tishabav, he says, it's Asr Min Hadin. It's not just a minigin shvor shechal b'tishbav, and therefore even for for work, Rav Moshe holds you're not allowed to shave on the shvor shechal b'tishbav. I don't know anyone who says you would be allowed to shave on the shvor shechal b'tishbav even for work. Even Rav Salvechik also, according to Rav Salvechik, it's shloshim. You don't shave for work during uh, during shloshim. So that's uh, that's a major halacha that a lot of people perhaps are unaware of. The Ramah writes that bali bris are allowed to uh, to shave on the day of a bris milah in honor of the bris milah. Bali bris being the aviaben, the moel, the sandik. Also, the Ramah writes. This year is a unique hatter. I was very nervous. I'm traveling to Eretz Yisrael on Motsai Shabbos, which is Lagba Omer. And I was thinking for a second, wait, if I'm traveling on Lagba Omer, I'm not going to have a chance to get a haircut to shave beforehand. No, but the Ramah writes that when Lagba Omer falls on a Sunday, it would be a terrible design to Shabbos if a person takes a haircut on Sunday and didn't take a haircut right before Shabbos. They can take a haircut after Shabbos and not right before Shabbos. And therefore, when Lagba Omer falls on Sunday, Ramah says you're allowed to take a haircut on the Friday before Lagba Omer. You do not have to wait till Sunday, and probably you should not wait till Sunday, because you want to show proper kavod for Shabbos. What about if you're in 
invited to a wedding during a day when you hold the svira and the people who are making the wedding don't hold the svira. So it's a major discussion of Moshe's tshuva or Chaim Chel Vesim and Sadihei that it depends if you would otherwise go. Would you be so embarrassed that you wouldn't go to the wedding if you don't shave? So he says, if you would be so embarrassed that you wouldn't go to the wedding, don't not go to the wedding. Then shave and, and, and go to the wedding because going to the wedding is a mitzvah and you shouldn't hold back that mitzvah because of this minhag of svira. Certainly you're allowed to go to a wedding, right? And regardless, you're allowed to go to the wedding. The question is, are you allowed to shave for the wedding? And there's a, it seems to be, most seems to be against some sofer, whatever, there may be a difference between a wedding and a bris, not going to get into it. Uh, a lot of women want to know, what about uh, getting shaitels cut during sphira? So getting shaitels cut during sphira is a totally different issue. It has nothing to do with hair cutting. Getting a shaitel cut, we always assume, has a din of getting a garment tailored. It's like going to the tailor and getting a piece of clothing tailored. So that you're allowed to do the sphere and the therefore you're allowed to get a shaitel cut during the sphere, so you can go tell your future wives that they can get their shaitel cut during the sphere. Yeah.